Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And get ready to go dark for the next 48 hours, because Spider-Man No Way Home is on its way to theaters. Yeah, so if you don't want to get spoiled, I hope you're ready to be completely no social media whatsoever. (laughs) Spoilers are full swing ahead. I, I think I've seen a couple things already... Uh, like thumbnail things where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, like nope, that's what happened to me. I think the last Spider Man movie, something happened in like my phone's and random news feed, mm-hmm. and I was like, first of all, yeah. who told you that I cared about that? <laughs> right. <laughs> but then it was like, well, why would you? I don't know. Like a news feed seems like maybe don't have stuff for something before the movie's out. Yeah, and obviously it's because they want the clicks, but yeah. like, it's still rude as fuck. Yeah, like, like the, the Google yes. news feed thing yeah. always has something yeah. that it shouldn't have. Exactly. So, I mean, it was internationally, I think it's out, right? It had its world premiere. Yeah, I think it might be right. Something tells me we're not getting that third trailer then. Yeah. <laughs> we're just fine. We're just yeah. fine. So, yeah, anybody who uh, wants to go into this movie not knowing anything, probably stay off the internet for a couple of days. Yeah. Because that's what I'm planning to do. Yes. It's very hard, too. I I'm trying to, like... Get in the rhythm of not looking at my phone right. all day, and yeah. I get, I go, oh, right. <laughs> Click on Facebook. Oh, right. Never no, mind. Never mind. Yeah. Swipe. Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be seeing it in a few days. Obviously, we got tickets for Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought before we see it, we could do our final predictions, theories, or what? Just it's relatively quick. Just yeah. What we want to see or are expecting to see. Yeah. In this movie. Since okay. there's so many big things that people are speculating yeah, already. Yeah, for sure. You should go first, though, because I don't want to take any of yours. Okay. Well, obviously, I'm not going to use Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield <laughs> because that's like, by default, I just... That's, yeah. It's either you expect them in it or you don't. There's, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. Right, yeah. We've, We've talked done, about it enough. Yeah, yeah. enough of that. <laughs> I think we're going to see a death. Of somebody. Yeah, okay. I know it's not going to be, obviously, Uncle Ben. Like, you know, yeah. he's the... The famous story for yeah. Spider-Man, but like, yeah. I think they are gonna give us a death to give him that moment where he sees the consequence and he does become the Spider-Man we know. Because right. let's be honest, he's not the Spider-Man we know yet. True. I want to say Aunt May, but I'm also kind of wondering if like maybe they wouldn't do that just because it's still a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Disney likes to kill moms. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> In fact, they didn't plan on it, and they're yeah. like, "Wait a minute!" You know, she she's an aunt. Yeah, she's kind of a mom but she's figure. She's kind of a mom figure. Yeah, <laughs> we could possibly do this. Yeah, it might work. <laughs> um, so I think that we might see that. Uh, what I want to see, and what I kind of think we'll see, mm-hmm. uh, is by the end of the movie, I think you know I've been going on about how I think he's going back to Sony's universe for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to use this movie as a way to take MJ mm-hmm. into a different universe where mm-hmm. he has to go and find her. Okay. Which is something that they've done in at least the 90s cartoon. I don't know if they've done it in the comics where okay. she gets lost in another dimension and mm-hmm. he like goes to like find her. Got it. Ties to the multiverse and all that stuff. That, yes. you know, it, it, it all works. Yeah. 
And maybe that's the reason he goes and that's how he finds Venom or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. I know that they have implied he's already in the same universe, but right. who knows? Could be a twist. That's true. It could be. Is it my turn? Or do you have more? Yeah, I mean, I just mean, okay. hence the title No Way Home. So yeah. like, that's where I'm yeah. thinking it's going is he's not going to be in the MCU. Right. And that's the reason is MJ is going to be probably stolen by one of the villains or whatever. That makes sense. She pulled a Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I kind of expect her, I, get, I think that's an interesting idea, but I was kind of expecting her to die. I feel like. I think they're just too cowardly to kill her you think so yeah i mean trust me i want that that's that's on my christmas list it's on my christmas list <laughs> okay it would definitely be an early christmas list okay i hate the mj in this franchise yeah, yeah i know you have a lot of opinions she's about her just not there's no personality she's just she's just pure snark yeah like the, yeah. there's nothing to her that's contributes to the character's growth of yeah peter parker yeah that's that's fair so I'm kind of expecting that, but also I really want to see, I want to see Venom, like, in this act. Like, I feel like maybe it'll just be a hint and an end credit scene or something, but I feel like they, it was just so heavily implied or straight up said, I guess, that I want to see Venom be in this movie at some point. But So, like, you want to see him, like, actually be a... Yeah. A plot point yeah. part of the movie, not yeah. just like an end credit or, right. or because a we, reference or a tease. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm probably not going to get my wish, but I think it would be cool because we finally, after the second Venom movie, got more of, got a little bit more ties to how Venom is in, at least in some parts of the comics. Mm-hmm. He's not what everybody views as Venom, but he's definitely getting closer to a comic Venom than he was in the first yeah, one. They're, they're going to give him his yeah. symbiote uh, mm-hmm. logo. Like, yeah. he's going to get it. Yeah. You know what would be kind of funny? It's not going to happen. What? But, uh, if, you know, because we know of five and there's a mystery six, yeah. whatever. Is there a six, sinister six character, whatever. Right. It would be funny if the Raimi Venom shows up and that's <laughs> the one Oh. That's the surprise, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody's like rolling their eyes, like, all oh, butthurt. Yeah. <laughs> but then this Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom, shows up. Oh, okay. And just eats him. Yeah. Right just there. Immediately just just immediately eats yeah. him, and didn't, like that's the end of that Venom. <laughs> and that's how he gets the web, the spider symbol. Or <laughs> there whatever. you go. There you go. <laughs> Actually, a... he doesn't even have the, the in that movie either. Does he? Because he it's basically just. Spider-Man's outfit just black. black. Yeah. They don't have the he have the, the, the big white Well, he spider. does have like the webbing, so a, or like web pattern type situation, doesn't he? Well, like, that's not really a thing that Venom ever had. Yeah, I I know, but at least that yeah. like that was their attempt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that would be really cool. I think that incorporating from one from Sony to Marvel, I think kind of tying those things together like officially is really where they need to go because that's where you're going to get more people crossing area like you know they're going to get more people interested in both sides yeah, so cross promote their cross characters. promotion yes yeah. exactly although i feel like if you like venom then like it's weird if you don't like spider-man already i agree it just seems like they're so intertwined of yeah. characters right but there's maybe people that like the marvel universe or the mcu but they don't like the venom movies 
or they haven't seen the second one because they didn't okay. like the first one. Just a thought. Yeah, or they just they only know the movies. Right. And they don't know comics. Exactly. They don't know shows or anything of these characters outside of their movies. Yeah. So I guess that would also make sense. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm very excited to see what they will bring. Or take away. Or, or take away. Probably take away. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I am also, one thing that I'm really excited to find out is if Doctor Strange is truly our Doctor Strange. Or if there's something else going on with him. Mm-hmm. Because of his weird demeanor. Yeah. And you know, everybody's like, turned Mephisto into a joke. <laughs> And because of that, I I hope that it's some, like, really multi-layered conspiracy that Marvel did where they've made it into a thing that people turned it into a joke that no one takes Mephisto seriously. Yeah. And then it's going to be Mephisto pops up somehow. That would be hilarious. I I hope that happens still. That would be so funny. And I'm... I'm, Crossing your fingers. I'm trying to be that, that minority that's... That's still got hope that Mephisto is behind something in the MCU right now. I would super be down for that, yeah. (laughs) Just to spite everybody, you know? Yeah. They've got to do it. Yeah. And then then nobody will ever speculate anything because it's just like, throw your arms up. I guess there's just no point. Yeah, we We have no idea. never know. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we have a semi-big episode, I feel like. But Mm -hmm. we're going to try to be quicker than usual. Yep. Uh, <laughs> my famous last words yeah, all the time every time <laughs> it works 60% of the time every time yeah alright well uh, let's get into what we are looking forward to seeing besides Spider-Man this week there is a bunch of stuff because they thought you know what people don't do shit the week before Christmas yeah I mean they're not wrong yeah they aren't <laughs> But it's overwhelming. I was sitting at work today like, I can't focus on anything because I feel like the whole rest of the year is just garbage. Like, I can't. Like, <laughs> it's just garbage. Nothing can happen. Like, nothing is going to get done Low the rest of the year, of, so why even try? Huh? <laughs> no, like, not, you know what I mean? Like, for working. Like, gotcha. getting produ- productively. Yeah. Getting productivity type. Being it's productive like, at work. It's yeah. like the last 30 minutes of your shift of the year. Yes. Is what December... Is what December 15th through the end of the year yeah. are. Yeah. Gotcha. Or like, I don't know, like the last two days of your senior year of high school, like senioritis, hardcore. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing matters. Anyway. Yeah, they decided to throw a whole bunch of stuff at us coming up here mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. So since we may not have a normal episode before the end of the year, mm-hmm. or at least until after yeah. Christmas, my releases are going to have stuff that go up through... The next couple weeks. That make, yeah, that makes sense. So, I did find out that Mc, McGruber is finally coming to Peacock. This is the series based off the movie. Nice. From a long time ago. Uh, it comes out on the 16th, and I cannot wait for that one. Also, on Apple TV+, Plus, there is a movie called Swan Song coming out on the 17th, which... Sounds familiar. It's got Aquafina and Mahershala Lee. Okay. I'm not quite sure the the premise of the movie, but like they are two great actors and I am all about it because Apple TV has not let me down so far. Yeah, I feel like I saw, I don't know, not a trailer, but like a commercial for it or something and I was like, oh, okay. From what I understand, it's got some sci-fi twist to it, but it's like telling like a very relatable story for people. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then I found out that Reno 911 is coming back. 
to Paramount Plus, uh, which okay. threw me off because I thought that was a Quibi show. I thought they got the rights for that. Yeah. And then it obviously went out of business, whatever you want to call it. And Roku bought all of that stuff. I wonder if they just bought the rest of that series. Specific and, series? Yeah, maybe so not. So they don't own like Reno 911 specifically. They just own like a version of it possibly or network. or they're licensing it to paramount plus for whatever okay. reason i don't know they're calling it a uh, an original i think oh okay it's like some special i don't know that comes out on the 23rd so right before nice. christmas that's gonna be great i'm sure <laughs> yeah so you can spend the holidays with officer dangle yeah <laughs> lieutenant Mi- dangle whatever whatever <laughs> it's, see it's been a while i don't know if i even saw the ones on quibi I think I watched... You watched some of it. I don't think yeah, I watched, I watched some of them, of but not all of them. It wasn't as good as the original yeah. series. As long but... as somebody has a bag of oranges, <laughs> should be a pretty good ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I am excited for, speaking of specials, South Park, The Return of COVID is going to be another special. Mm-hmm. Is it a special or a movie? I don't know. Something like that. That's going to be on Paramount Plus as well. On the 16th. Maybe like, what, 45 minutes or so? Yeah. They call them movies, but it's clearly yeah. a special. Yeah. <laughs> it's a short movie. It looks like it's also their adults still. So that might oh, just be okay. their thing with this. Okay. Which separates it from Maybe until COVID's the over. Series. <laughs> They're like, we're on strike. We're only going to do a adult South Park kid stuff until COVID's officially over. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm sure I'm thinking that'll be funny, but if it's still the adult stuff, I guess we'll have to see. I don't know about that. Um, I've been waiting for this forever and I'm actually pretty bummed that I don't get to watch it when it comes out. Uh, The Witcher season two is coming out on the 17th. If anybody is also waiting for that. I meant to rewatch season one before then, but clearly that's not going to happen. So yeah, I, yeah, (laughs) I realized I was like, oh, that's in a few days. Yeah. We're not going to be able to watch this. Yeah. Not Again, before. Uh, but doesn't Netflix let you download episodes? Uh, yeah. So you could download some when yeah. you're out of town for the weekend, but you could yeah. probably download That's true. at least a couple episodes. That's true. Just an idea. Yeah. Um, and also, the movie that I announced was coming to theaters last last podcast is actually, um, it's called Being the Ricardos. It's coming to Amazon Prime, and you found this, so I was pretty thankful for that because I'm glad I don't have to go to theaters for it. Uh, it will be on Amazon. I don't Amazon. even know if, if it's even in our theater currently. It's prob- I don't think it's in our theaters, but it was in like normal theaters. Yeah. Um, and it is coming on December 21st, in case anybody was interested in that movie. Yeah. And in case anyone didn't know, we have abnormal theaters, apparently. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's. I mean, they don't get everything. So. Yeah, I, we don't have a big market here, I yeah. guess. So they don't give us every... Yeah. Movie you would expect to see in a theater. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of theaters, mm-hmm. you know, we've already established Spider-Man No Way Home does come out on the 17th. Yep. So that's probably going to get some people in seats. Oh, yeah. Uh, but also, a little bit after that, The Matrix Resurrections is going to hit HBO Max and theaters on the 22nd. Nice. So go ahead. If you have options of where you want to watch it. Yeah. And, of course, The King's Man is coming to theater finally on December 22nd as well. God, finally. I was kind of surprised because now they're going to compete with the Matrix movie, I feel like. Because this has been delayed a lot of times. Yeah, that's true. I feel like this movie was going to come out two years ago. Yeah. It's been a very long time. I think we were seeing trailers before the pandemic. 
Yes, we were. Okay. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> if I go back through our old notes, I think we talked about the trailer before. <laughs> Probably. Like when we start, right when we started the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and some notable mentions. These are things that have already come out. But Suicide Squad is returning to HBO Max on the 23rd. So you can watch that with family for the Just holidays. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great holiday movie. Uh, Ron's Gone Wrong. That's an animated movie about a robot. Yeah, like a little robot companion. I think has gone wrong. Yes. So pretty much sorry to spoil the movie for you. Sorry. Yeah, way to go. Uh, that's also on HBO Max. And Encanto is going to be on Disney Plus on the 24th. That's the one that where like the the one kid thinks that she doesn't have powers. Yeah, like everybody has powers but her, but then she yeah. seems to have powers. Yeah. That's what the trailer. Yeah, is, the trailer indicated. I've heard good things about this. It's out <laughs> Christmas Eve. Yeah, so this is pretty much like what they did with Soul being on Christmas yep. Eve for Disney Plus. That's a good. So point. this is just their 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 new thing for this they're year. doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it could be entertaining. So. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's one of those movies I wouldn't have gone to theater, but I'll watch it while it's here. Exacto mundo. <laughs> like Clifford, the big red dog. Yeah. Although we found out that's on Paramount that. Plus, and I'm like, okay, I'll watch yeah. that. We're but, like, oh, cool, now we'll watch it. Yeah. And then we By still the time have I it. sit down to do it, it's going to be gonna gone. Be gone. <laughs> but guess we'll never know. Was he really big and red? Who would? Yeah, you never know. Could have been just normal size the whole didn't time. Didn't get to see. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some of our delays and announcements. Uh, sad news for people who enjoyed the Cowboy Bebop series on Netflix. They have officially canceled the series after one season. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, but... Oh, did you get the scoop? The ca- No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they talked to me directly. I had to give them the okay to announce this. Yeah. To me, it feels like that kind of heavily implies that there was plans for there to be a second season. Yeah. If you're canceling the show just by itself, that yeah. means you plan on there being more, right? Yeah. Potentially, yeah. So I wonder if some other network could potentially pick it up or if it's like not a thing for the sequel if they get enough interest. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. I don't know if hmm. Netflix has full ownership or if it's just like they got the rights to do it mm-hmm. for one season or whatever, but... Well, we'll be talking about uh, season one, or the only season, later on on the episode. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll give our review. Yeah. But it kind of ties to that, I guess, is like what I was trying to get at. It's yeah. like, because the big thing is, is there going to be another season of this show based off what they did? Yeah. Because it's so different. Yeah. Than the anime. Yeah. Apparently Netflix says no. Nope. <laughs> uh, Fast and Furious 10 has been delayed to May 19th. Yeah, to May 19th of 2023. It was planned for April 7th. So, I guess, what, a, a little over a month delay? Yeah. Still waiting for them to change the name to Fast 10 Year Seatbelts. Yeah. If it's not that name, then I'm not interested. Yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> if they did do that, whoever made that joke mm-hmm. initially on the internet, mm-hmm. like, they won. Yeah. Just, they won everything. Yeah. They're probably poor... Yeah. Living in an alleyway. Yeah, they could sue them. Be but like, I thought of this They name. still won everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then last in our little announcements, Eternals is going to hit uh, Disney Plus for everybody who has a service on January 12th. So you will not need to have to pay the extra, whatever, $30 or whatever it is to watch this one at that point. Good deal. Yeah. And so uh, just a reminder, 
we did our anatomy of the eternals so if you have already seen it go check that out if you haven't watch it in january and come back and check out our spoiler filled review and theories and all that good stuff about the movie yeah definitely we had a lot a lot of stuff that we said about it yeah that was a good tease there (laughs) a lot of stuff we said about it it's very specific more than the usual amount (laughs) in case you wanted that yeah (laughs) all right uh venom 3 apparently is already in the works according to amy pascal as she was talking to collider when she gave this news Okay. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you had Venom 2 coming out, I was like, okay, they are already working on Venom 3. Yeah. Before seeing the movie. Yeah. Thanks for wasting our time, Collider. Yeah. yeah. They're like, what statement that someone said that's not news can we turn into news? <laughs> uh, Variety's reporting that Colin Farrell has signed on to play the Penguin in a spinoff series for HBO Max which is going to focus on the character's rise in underground crime among Gotham City. Interesting. So do you think they're going to have him like without makeup and then have him like morph into what <laughs> we see? He's just like a normal guy. Yeah. And then he just slowly turns into a bird man. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they should do it. <laughs> this is what living underground in Gotham gets you. Yeah. You like turn into a bird. <laughs> he moved there with like hopes of like becoming... Yeah. They like Successful de- they de-age and... him in the beginning and he's like hella young and like hot still. <laughs> <laughs> he's a vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly starts eating fish throughout. Yeah. Only fish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we kind of heard about this being rumors a while back. Yeah. But I guess this is the official announcement. So, good stuff. So, but then does that tie into the Gotham PD series? I mean, in some without, way? It, it all has to, it right? It seems like Cause it because that's a prequel that's too. That's tied to the movie. Yeah. This character is clearly tied to the movie. Yeah. Interesting. So they're probably even going to cross yeah. paths with those like shows a, at some point. Like the, um, what the fuck do they call it? The, like, Flash and Arrow and all those where they do, like, the crossover event every year. Yeah. Well, that's what it would be. Oh, yeah. Okay. They called it something dumb, though. I was trying to think of that name. The Arrowverse? I don't no, know. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Oh. Yeah. It's not important. Infinity Crisis or something like that? I don't know. Well, those are just different Yeah, that was just a different, different name for what the, the event. What the thing was. Yeah. It probably was just a crossover event. I thought there was something dumber. <laughs> Super dumb name crossover <laughs> event. That's what it was called. Probably. All right. Uh, Amazon Studios and Sony Pictures have announced a series called Diabolical, and it's an eight-episode animated series that's based on the boys' universe, which will cover unseen stories within the universe of Unseen, so yeah. they're going to be, like, mega worse than what we've already seen? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> or they're just, like, not as important characters that they're just uh, kind of maybe. getting a little, like, mini... It, it feels like it could be, like, a what-if. Yeah. You know, like the Marvel What That's If series, but true. for the boys. I don't know. Yeah. And it's going to set to release in 2022 at some point. So, you know, it could be December of yeah. next year. Yeah. December 31st. Yeah. <laughs> then it gets delayed to the yeah. next year. Yeah. December 31st, 2023. <laughs> uh, Netflix may be getting rid of Cowboy Bebop. 
Mm-hmm. But they are apparently getting Mega Man as a live action movie. Oh. According to IGN, uh, sources familiar with the project say Netflix is bringing the gaming character to life in a live action movie. We kind of already knew that this was happening, but I guess this is official. It's moving forward because I feel like it was years ago there was rumors of this. Yeah. Do you have anybody in mind that you would think would play him? Well, it would have to be animated, right? There's no way they could. It would be a voice. They couldn't possibly. I know, that's, that's, but it says live action, right? Well, yeah, but like Sonic the Hedgehog okay. is okay. live action. All right, fine. You're right. <laughs> the Lion King is deemed live action, that's right? True. All right. That's a good point. The definition of live action has definitely changed over the last. Yes. So, uh, I mean, this isn't a shock, right? Capcom has done a lot of stuff with Netflix lately. They, yeah. they're, they're doing a lot of Resident Evil things. They mm-hmm. have a couple series in there. Yeah. They got the CGI stuff. Then they got the actual live action show. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that they would be doing something else that's a little bit more kid friendly. Yeah. See if they can do this one without fucking it up. <laughs> Maybe. And the, the success of Sonic has probably sped the process up right. too, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. And we'll talk about the, the second trailer actually like, we later have on. a blue character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you wear blue. <laughs> I wear blue, too. (laughs) Uh, Patty Jenkins dropped out of directing Cleopatra, apparently, recently. So, this is kind of an update on news we had, I think, the last time we talked about her. Uh, She's transitioning into a producer role for the movie, uh, so she can focus on Wonder Woman 3 and Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which originally was, like, put on the back burner. Yeah. Because she had other projects that she had to do or something. Yeah. So I wonder if this is a response to that because Disney was like, nah, bitch. I will not tell you again. <laughs> <laughs> we want our rogue squadron. <laughs> yeah. I will not tell you again. Patty. Patty. <laughs> I will not tell you again, Patty. I want my rogue squadron. <laughs> So she's like, all right, fine. I guess I have to step down from something. Yeah. And Which to... is surprising because uh, isn't Gal Gadot yes. playing Cleopatra? Yes. So you think she'd want to do that movie yeah. like directly? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. She... They're kind of like a. Like a pair. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I know. Was, that's an interesting situation. I wonder if maybe she has somebody in mind that she thinks could direct it. Doing kind of the same thing that she was already going to do. That's possible. You yeah, just have I to prioritize think, her projects. I think they might have said who was the person taking over for directing. I just don't have it here. Because mm. I'm not that committed to my job. Okay. <laughs> uh, and our last in our news stories for movies and TV, Universal, Illumination, and DreamWorks. Uh, apparently will have their movies premiere on Peacock as early as 45 days after theaters. Now, this doesn't mean every movie that they ever do will be doing this, but that's the earliest we can see if they do have movies coming out. Uh, some films are that have already been confirmed to be doing stuff like this are Halloween Ends, which is the end of the trilogy for the Halloween movies. Or is it? They're very direct with their yeah. titles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Michael Bay's Ambulance, which I think is some crazy action movie about... 
That would be weird. Ambulance that be weird for him. <laughs> There's probably an explosion. It explodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Several times. The ambulance explodes <laughs> and then somebody yells, we need an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there was one right there. Yeah. What happened to it? Yeah, exactly. It's just a chain reaction. I just saw an ambulance. Somebody, you know, gets shot on the street. Yeah. An ambulance shows up. Somehow it blows up. So another ambulance. Shrapnel hits another person. Uh, yeah, it just, <laughs> just webs out and then just yeah. a whole bunch of destruction all because of one damn ambulance that yep. couldn't mind its own business. Ambulance, if you will. <laughs> damn you, damned us all. You balance. <laughs> all right well that's it for our news i guess we're pretty light this week on the news after all yeah i guess so or am i just that efficient maybe i guess we'll never know till next year yeah however we do have a trailer to talk about yes. sonic 2 they showed off the the first premiere of this tr- of this movie during the video game awards last week mm-hmm. so we got our first glimpse of Sonic, Tails, Dr. Robotnik, and Knuckles. Yep. This, of course, is a sequel to the live-action film that came out a few years ago. What are your thoughts on this one? How, how are you feeling about this? Did you like the first movie? Um, yeah, it was alright. I liked it. I wasn't like... You're not like a self-proclaimed Sonic no, fangirl? No, I did not have a Sega console or oh, whatever. Oh, so you think you're above Sonic? No, you were Nintendo. I didn't have any consoles when I was a kid. Remember? You were a Nintendo. No, it wasn't that either. Oh. I didn't own a console until I was like twenty-two, I think. Oh, okay. And then, and that was a Nintendo Wii. <laughs> so. I've never heard somebody use the term Nintendo before Wii. Because I couldn't remember if it, what, what it was called at first, so I said, no, like, I know I, it's not, a Nintendo. No, I'm not, it's just, I, I, hearing those together, it's like, yeah. it sounds weird. Yeah. I honestly was covering for the fact that I forgot what the console <laughs> was called, and I was like, I know it was a Nintendo, and then I was like, Wii, that's what it was. GameCube 2? <laughs> and that was only so that my friend and I could play Guitar Hero. Um, Understandable. Yeah. And then I didn't own a I mean, real console and that, and, until... You know, that's the most efficient way to get that game if you don't play consoles because it's the cheapest console of yeah, the ex- three. That's exactly the... Re- that was the exact thought process exactly, that we right? had. Yeah. We were like, we want to play Guitar Hero. How do we make that happen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Guitar Hero 2, when that came out, I bought it on 360 and it came with a guitar. Mm-hmm. You then could buy... A separate controller but it was like the price difference if i recall was like not that big of a difference so mm-hmm. i was like i might as well buy the game again yeah with the with controller, controller instead of just buying the controller by itself yeah so yeah. i had like an extra copy of the game which worked out because my cat autumn at the time knocked over my console when i was playing it uh-huh. and scratched the disc so i had a backup oh i see it's a good thing you had that backup as she's over there just sleeping like she's never caused any trouble yeah yeah she also ruined my black ops three three or two whatever one of my call of duty games Mm -hmm. while i was playing Mm. knocked the console over while you were playing yeah and so it just crazy 
gash oh, through the sucks. disc. And people wonder why people go digital. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Anyways, back to Sonic. Yeah, so anyway, no, I don't have any ties to Sonic. And I wasn't very good at it in arcades either. I'm not good at it at all. I'm an adult now. And yeah. I'm probably worse than I was when I was a child. Yeah. Or I just didn't realize how bad I was as a child playing it. <laughs> yeah. I am convinced nobody's good at Sonic, but they think they are. Yes. I agree. Because, it, you know, it's got this crazy fast yeah. level to it. But yeah. then, like, you always hit something abruptly and then yeah. it's just like the momentum's gone. Yeah. Like, and you're fucked. It just, there's nothing fun about that. Yeah. So I guess I just don't know how to play the game. Yeah. Or it's like you have to memorize where to jump and yeah, it's it's and keep the flow the whole time. I yeah, guess I don't know definitely. But yeah, so the plot seems to be relatively simple uh, from what we can see. It Sonic is now trying to be some crime fighter after yeah. the events of the first movie. He's like, what can I do with my powers? <laughs> I guess he's bored. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can win the Olympics a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like every time, he might be barred from competing. <laughs> They're definitely testing him for he steroids. He should have opened. He should have like designed a shoe line. That would have worked. Yeah, product place your feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey's returning as Re- Doctor Robotnik. Mm-hmm. He seems to like come back from whatever dimension or whatever the fuck he was sent to. Yeah. Which I feel like he doesn't look the same as he did in the end credit. Like he was all fat in the end credit. I thought. Yeah. And in this, he's skinny again. So I was like, that's weird. Yeah. I was confused. But to be fair, I also don't remember, like, exactly where we left off. So I was surprised to see him back. I mean, I wasn't surprised to see him back because, like, the Mm. plot of the movie obviously has to come back. But I was like, wait a minute. How did he get (laughs) from one place to another? It was something about the ring. Yeah. That they used to, like, teleport or some Mm -hmm. shit. I don't know. What we'll the rewatch the first But I do have again. a good question. I mean, I have a question for him. If he's not after Sonic's power, then what the fuck is he after him for? He says the thing like, "You're never gonna get my power," and Knuckles is like, "Yeah, do I look like I need that?" But yeah, so this but, is like bit, our introduction to Knuckles. Is, yeah, like, and he says, "Yeah, do I look like I need your power?" Which clearly yeah. no. But so why does Doctor Robotnik need his power? Because he talks about how he found the source of all power or whatever, right? The... Yeah, it, maybe it's just revenge. Okay, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't. It does seem like he's there for Sonic specifically. Yeah. So I just I, I'm so, wondering what that's gonna be because it seems like yeah unnecessary. It could be just a misleading trailer. But yeah, that's true. Obviously, there's at le- at the very least there's revenge factor there. Yeah. Knuckles is of the Echidna race from that we you know we kind of got a, a tease of them in the beginning of the first movie. Mm-hmm. So there's probably going to be some backstory about why he doesn't like Sonic and why he's helping Robotnik. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I'm sure we can expect by the end he's going to be everybody's friend. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I feel like I saw, I don't know, it was like a meme or somebody saying like uh, that they they were like telling, somebody was like, did they specifically tell Idris Elba to try not to use his sexy voice or whatever? It was like, because... It's like for a small furry character mm-hmm. to have Idris Elba's voice come out of it is a little bit well, confusing. I think there was like a news story where he said he was not going to be using a sexy voice or something. Right. But it's like it's not possible. Whether it was clearly. a joke or not, I don't know. That yeah. was like a story going yeah. around was he wasn't going to use a sexy voice for the character. Yeah. And then the trailer came out and then I saw, I think I saw like a, somebody's tweet was saying something like, 
hearing Idris Elba's voice in the trailer being sexy. Yeah. And then they had that little meme thing. So that was a lie or whatever it was. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a little, it's probably going to be a little distracting trying to listen to Knuckles say anything. Yeah, right now the voice doesn't really match. Yeah. But like at the same time, I guess I didn't really know what Knuckles should sound like. But True. Well, I just didn't think it was that. Yeah. <laughs> Because his voice is so distinctive. Mm-hmm. You like hear him talking, you're like, that's Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't know that he was going to play the character, you'd be like, that's that's him. Mm-hmm. So it's a little complicated. Even if you didn't know who he was, you're like, oh, that's Idris Elba. That's that one guy that looked, yeah. <laughs> who is that? I don't know. But I don't that's know, him. but that's him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like it's going to be entertaining. I'm excited to mm-hmm. meet more little creatures yeah, from they, they this have realm. Fun little Easter egg things like Sonic is eating a chili dog, which I think he did in the first movie, but like they're kind of like playing on that more and yeah he obviously meets tails in this he doesn't yeah. have any clue who he is but right. obviously that plot point's gonna come into play mm-hmm. and so it'll be interesting to see the dynamic between him and tails and yeah see where this movie ends if they're gonna like introduce more characters beyond this or who knows yeah yeah i i, I didn't play enough of the games to really know where the like story could go but i definitely feel like there's plenty of characters that they can bring in yeah. at some point if they want to. Yeah, exactly. Dr. Robotnik's mustache looks insane and definitely mm. more... Yeah, the only thing that did grow yeah. since the last movie. Yeah, somehow it does it does make him look more like the cartoon game mm. character. <laughs> but even his like, droid things look a little bit more mm-hmm. like they did in the, the games yes. than they did in the first movie. Yeah. Which I think was probably intentional to kind of transition his character to be what people know yeah true from a grounded real person to more cartoony yeah yeah and that, that comes out i believe in april april 8th i think something like that something like that yeah. next year mm-hmm. my only complaint is that they didn't go with the original cgi design of sonic <laughs> with this one yeah i was really hoping that they were gonna switch back to it yeah you know just just because just to stick it to everybody yeah we got you invested with the first movie yeah now you can go now you yourself. can look at our design that yeah. we wanted initially <laughs> you look at me yeah look at me <laughs> you look at me i am the sonic design now <laughs> all right anything else you want to say about the sonic trailer no that's it that's all okay I had. it can go fuck itself i don't know you know i, I get it yeah <laughs> not a lot to say about it yeah i mean there wasn't like a whole lot <laughs> yeah. you know they showed a little bit of action yeah Big surprises, obviously, were Knuckles and Tails being in there. But yeah. we already knew Tails was coming because mm-hmm. of the last movie. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. All right. Let's get into what we watched this week. So here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're, we're DTF. DTF. Pretty good. I feel like you were a little slow. In I the probably was, but you, you I'm caught little, up. I'm a little off my game today. First up, we checked out Lost in Space season three. We finished that whole thing. This came out on Netflix December first, um, and it kind of follows up almost direct. I mean, it, there's some time that has passed since the end of season two, where we start mm-hmm. up. But they have a time jump. Yeah, but I think it's probably because of actors going through puberty rather yeah. than an actual need for a time jump exactly but as effectively 
we follow up right where we left off. There hasn't been anything that has transpired during that time that's important other than them aging. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit different. I mean, I guess last season we had a little bit of like following multiple different groups stories. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of more of that. I feel like this one was a little bit more like two parts. It was like the first half was one group of people and then the yeah. second half was another group. Yes. It seemed to be less jumpy aroundy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they took the trampolines out of this one yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I was more interested because this is the last you know season of the mm-hmm. series, so I was yeah. curious how they were going to tie it up, especially with like, is this just a remake? Is this like this is, you know, is this a prequel to what? Lost in Space is from right. the old show. Yeah. Um, I was really curious how they were going to end this. And I think they did a pretty good job with what they ended up doing. But I do feel like it does kind of leave it open for like wanting more answers to some things. Yeah. I feel like the ending didn't really give me a, okay, that's tied up in a little bow mm-hmm. feeling. Which I would have liked. Yeah. I will say though, like my only thing with... This season, I think they got a little bit CWE. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yes, they like had a lot of like tween drama. Yeah, that I was maybe that's always been there, but I don't recall that being a bigger factor. But like it just felt like that was a good chunk of this, and I was just like, it's not even. It didn't feel like it really needed to be there or had any kind of purpose after the end of the series. Yeah, it seemed like it was really just a side effect of the age of the characters. They seemed to be entering that age where that kind of drama is a thing. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we got to write it into the yeah, show. Yeah, we have to write it in to be realistic. Even though they're in a completely different scenario than being yeah. high school kids. Yeah. I think the CGI was great in this one. I feel like it wasn't as spotty as it's been in the past. Yeah. The relationship with the, the robot and the, the young son, like I feel like... They really focused on that this season, and I think it worked really well for where they were going with this. So, overall, I enjoyed it. I think it was fun. It was a nice end to the series. Makes me wish there was more, but yeah, um, I guess at the same time, if they were going to focus on more tween-type drama, then maybe not having more is, a, is the blessing. Yeah, that's a good point. But, but when it was... On the mark of the actual story and not that stuff. Like, it was really good. Yeah, I agree. I think that the... Some of the... Like, the general idea of some person or group being separated from another person or group for the entire season and then resolving it, it mm. it didn't seem to follow that... I mean, to a certain extent, every season has that overlying or underlying theme. Mm-hmm. But... This one, I felt like they did it better. It wasn't just the typical formula yeah. of some dumb reason. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like they maybe that's why they're ending the season or the show too, because it's like they can only do so much before it's just repetitive with what they have going on in space. You know, that's true. You can only like destroy so many ships or crash so many times, or you know, like it just. Yeah, there's only it's exactly there's still only so many permutations of each space scenario you can do before it gets weird. Mm-hmm. And we kind of saw some repeat stuff from the first season, I think, with, like, things that they did to get through stuff. Yeah. But I thought it was really interesting, too, like, the dynamic with 
some of the characters that like you would deem evil or whatever like not just from this series but like just knowing them from the franchise like Mm -hmm. they really did change a lot of stuff around that you wouldn't expect or give you context as to like why they are the way they are and maybe they're just not understood you know i don't know yeah that's true interesting how they did some stuff with this i agree rather than just repeat what people already know of characters yes that's true yeah, I, I'd say slice it for me. It was fun. I enjoyed it enough that I would say if you've started the show, definitely finish it. Yeah, definitely. They did some a little bit of different stuff, but keeping the same general theme and the acting mm-hmm. was good. The special effects were good. I, I also am going to say slice it. Yeah. They had like this like one moment where it was like starting to turn into like this like Power Rangers thing and I was like a little concerned with that, but it... <laughs> It didn't last long, so. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that, actually. Yeah. (laughs) And if you've seen it, you'll know what that means. Yeah. (laughs) And if you haven't, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) All right, moving on to another space show on Netflix, because that's apparently what they really like now. I mean, they're not wrong. Although they did cancel it. Fair. So. (laughs) They didn't like it that much. Yeah. So I guess Netflix gave a review for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Bebop came out on November 19th, and it is a live-action adaptation of the Japanese anime series and movie that they've done. Yeah. It's about the adventures of a ragtag group of bounty hunters chasing down criminals across the solar system on a spaceship named the Bebop. Yes, and in this universe, bounty hunters are also called cowboys. So there you go. That's why it's named that. That was a big eye-opener for me. <laughs> oh, this. okay. You didn't I was like, know why that? the fuck is it called that? Yeah. <laughs> There's not even horses. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood why it was called that. And I, that was like so such a relief to understand. It wasn't just like... So- the, the anime was from such a time that it just... It, it really hit on the noir feel uh-huh. with like space. And like it just... It's yeah. hard to explain. Like... If you watch the anime, like, you get what it is. Yeah. I don't typically associate, like, noir styles with space. So, okay. for me, that was a new one. Because I think of, like, 1940s, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> everything's in black and white. I don't know. They have their space easies. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's the thing with this show. Overall, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think... It was fun. It was interesting. It's definitely something that could have brought in new viewers. Someone who doesn't watch anime, I think, yeah. could enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I can agree to that. But it did feel like it lost what it, like its identity, I guess, is a way of putting it. Okay. It lost what its whole point of the anime was. Okay. Um, specifically, just the plot itself. Like they, they kept general stuff like there's very iconic characters from the anime that you like come across Mm -hmm. whether it be the protagonist or just like the bounties that they go after Mm -hmm. like you know and recognize characters but like sometimes they've completely changed their backstory or like the scenario as to like how they're chasing them or why they're chasing them yeah the plot itself just felt like they completely wanted to flip it on its side Mm -hmm. and that's fine to an extent, but like it did in this sense feel like it lost what it was trying to be. It kind of makes you wonder if they had stuck to the plot 
of the anime if it would have been better received and they wouldn't have canceled yeah and that's the thing is it's a very divisive because of how they change things around and like just on the level of storytelling like it was fine i understood why they did some of the things that they did but like the implication that they planned on going into a season two because they canceled it right so yeah that implies to me that they had plans for more than one season and what they did with the show kind of changes i think because they wanted to continue the show mm-hmm. and now that they aren't continuing it's like well why the f-? you know it just yeah, seems like it seems like there was a lot of prep work. now it sucks because you could have done something more similar to the story of the anime which like really kind of hit hard for fans yeah and now you lost that and you're not even going to have a season two right that's my only thing that sucks about it but i think you can enjoy this or at the very least appreciate it even if you are a fan of the anime mm-hmm. but i think this does hit better for people who are more general audience than fans of the anime because there's nothing to pick apart if you don't know the yeah. anime that makes sense exactly I mean, it was overall an entertaining show to watch. Obviously, I felt... I did kind of get the vibe that there were things... There were references to something that I didn't really understand. But that's fair. Because mm-hmm. it was probably something in the anime that I didn't know about. Um, the, well, there, there would be, like, big characters in the anime. Like, they had an actual yeah. plot point, And then yeah. in this, they just were, like, a cameo, essentially. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, you know, And you wouldn't even know unless you knew of the character. Right, yeah. I did feel like some of the characters seemed like caricatures of a character, like over the top. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's also just because that's how they are in the anime or like if, if it's how they portray it, if, that, if that's just how they deal. Because like the character Vicious was like so ridiculously stereotypical, like... I think he was a bit over the top compared to the anime. Okay. But I... I don't know. I just felt like it was it was a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot from him. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know who did a really great job? Maybe the best? The actors, Charlie and Harry, the Welsh corgis who played Ein. Oh, it was more than one dog? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that was a yeah. thing. They did the best job. <laughs> Just because they were Just because corgis. they're dogs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I knew that you were going to be a fan of the dog in this series. Yeah. Corgis are so fucking cute. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And they kind of underused the dog, I feel Absolutely. like. Absolutely. He um, could have been way, way more used. Not that the dog was, like, used a lot in the anime, but, like, it, there was more to the dog than they really did with this, mm-hmm. which, again, makes me feel like they had plans for a season two. Yeah. Because they kind of changed backstories with some of these characters, and it was clear it was for the plot, but mm-hmm. then, like... The weakness of that is it took away from other characters yeah. that they could have also focused on. Right. Overall, I think it it's fine. It it looks good graphically. You know, mm-hmm. the CGI that they have in this show is it's good. And I wonder if that's probably a part of the mm, cancellation was maybe it's too expensive for the budget. Maybe the data didn't show enough people uh, finished the show. Maybe a lot of people maybe. started but didn't enough, not a lot finished it or something i don't yeah, know yeah that's possible obviously netflix has their own algorithms reasons as to how they determine whether a show lasts or not and yes usually a show doesn't go past three seasons unless it's a huge hit right right i would say test it for me like it it's between a test and a slice it like mm-hmm. i think you can appreciate it but it does have its problems yeah um i'm gonna say it's a slice it for me because i didn't have any of the like manime to compare it to so it was just mm-hmm. it generally enjoyable watch some of it was a little uh 
melodramatic, if you will. But <laughs> well, and that's kind of like, that was one. I will say that's one of the charms I think that did work well from the anime is like yeah. it, tonally it nailed it. Like mm-hmm. the colors, the environments, mm-hmm. the 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 jazz, yeah, music, yeah. back feel of of everything. Mm-hmm. It just it felt like it was on par with the anime. Okay, in yeah. that sense, yeah, that makes sense. All right. We also checked out Red Notice, along with almost everyone else, apparently. Uh, This dropped on Netflix on November 12th, and apparently had a limited theater release on November 5th, which I I don't think I realized. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Limited meaning, of course, not ours, but... (laughs) They were like LA and New York. Yeah, probably. Nowhere else. Um, And this is this... I'm going to preface this by saying this is the description from Wikipedia. Okay. So I'm not... Yeah. So you didn't write yourself? I did not write this description, okay. but I wanted to be very clear that I didn't uh, I didn't add anything to this. The story follows an FBI agent who reluctantly teams up with a renowned art thief in order to catch an even more notorious criminal. Okay. I, yeah. That's it. That's the description. I mean, I feel like it sums it up pretty well. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think that's just somebody who was like, you know what? I'm going to get to the point. Yeah. I'm not going to put a bunch of filler words in here. Yeah. In a Wikipedia because I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have all day sitting yeah. here editing Wikipedia's. <laughs> um, so they're, they're, they keep asking me for money every time yeah. I look on Wikipedia lately. They keep asking me to give them money. I'm yeah. like, I actually donated a little bit of money because I constantly oh, use so it. You're part of the problem. No, it's a free website. You, you ask for a little bit of money, you get it. You can ask more. You keep know? asking for tree fitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt bad, and so I donated some... Felt bad for what? For, like, I, I don't want there to ever be a situation where we don't have, like, a completely impartial news source. Or not news, but information source. Because it's like... But anybody can put information in there, which yeah, makes it not impartial. Well, but anybody else can go <laughs> and be can... like, this isn't correct, and get it removed. Okay. So, it's like open source, if you will. Yeah. So, I and like that. I, that's kind of why I feel like I don't feel obligated to, to give them money, because it's like, yeah. it's... It's volunteer work, essentially. It's internet yeah. volunteer work. You, I don't know. I, yeah. Well. I'm sounding like a villain right now. It's yeah, fine. I yeah, don't care. It's okay. You can keep talking yourself into talking yourself into a corner. Um, <laughs> as you talk, your mustache keeps growing. <laughs> bigger, bigger. <laughs> I start looking for the, the green emerald yeah, of power. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, this was Red Notice. Was written and directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber. Um, who... And the, the... I like to buy <laughs> a Thurburger. Um, and Dwayne Johnson is the star who plays Agent John Hartley. And this is his third collaboration with Thurber after Central Intelligence and Skyscraper. Oh, okay. Yeah, which tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ryan Reynolds was in this who played Nolan Booth, who was the um, art thief. And Gal Gadot plays Sarah Black. Um, and that's the only information I'm going to give. There's other characters and whatnot, but it's an interesting They're plot situation. The yeah, yeah, those are the main three. Um, it received overall pretty poor reviews, like critics wise, and I guess a lot of people were talking shit about it, hmm. as far as what I've seen. Yeah. But somehow it was still Netflix's most watched film in its debut week and within the 20, 28 days of release. So it was. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, fine. I guess I'm just. You're spoiling my opinion of it already, yeah. but like I, you know, you said Central Intelligence, same mm-hmm. like 
you know, people yeah. involved with that. And, like, yeah. I thought that movie was hilarious. Yeah, that movie was hilarious. Um, this movie I really enjoyed. Like, the, it wasn't great. But this felt like, and I've said this before, this mm-hmm. felt like a streaming movie. Absolutely. This felt yeah. like a movie for streaming. Yes. Where I wouldn't expect this in theaters, but, like, I had a blast watching it at home. Yes. I think and, I would have been disappointed in this if I saw it in theaters, but watching it at home... I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Like, do we get anything special out of Dwayne Johnson or Ryan Reynolds? No, not at all. We're getting them. We're getting them. We're getting but them. We all who like they them, are. and that's what we signed up for. Yeah, <laughs> and we knew what we signed Absolutely. up for exactly. Yeah, like it, I'm not shocked. Oh, Ryan what we Reynolds got. and Dwayne Johnson. Yes, I would like to see that. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought that was interesting what they did with the plot, mm-hmm. the, like, little twists and turns that they did. Yeah, I thought um, it was just... A f- Dwayne Johnson, he just really wants to be in these jungle action-adventure movies. Have you seen the, like, there's, like, a meme that somebody put together four different photos of him wearing, like, a like a tan, like, jungly shirt, and he's and then they're all four different screenshots. I'm like, these are four different movies. <laughs> wearing the same shirt and has the same expression in each one nice yeah well yeah like so you know jumanji yes jungle cruise jungle cruise i feel like there's a third one in there jumanji 2 jumanji 2 there you go i mean it counts it counts i guess technically it's three yeah but and then now this one like it just feels like he just really wants to do movies where he's like an action star yeah he's the leading action star for sure. No, I just mean like in jungle. Oh like yeah, that's true. He does backdrops like the, the and jungle like spy stuff. Like he just yeah. really, and it's fun. Like I'll yeah. watch every movie I'm he all does. About it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Obviously, it's not like a cinematic masterpiece, but yeah. it's fun. It's got action. It's, it's got some plot. Obviously, stuff. the chemistry between him and Ryan Reynolds is spot on. Of course, their humor. Yeah. You get what you expect, expect and yeah, it just it works. Not a whole lot of surprises. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend watching it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, agree. I, I it felt like it was longer than it needed to be. Agreed. I feel like it's longer than two hours, if I recall. But, yeah. like. There was a couple of unnecessary steps in the mm-hmm. resolution process, in my opinion. It could, I agree. It could have been a little bit shorter. Oh, yeah. It, it has a thing where, like, you think the movie's over and then it goes on for, like, another 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, I, I would agree. They could have trimmed some stuff. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I, I'd say go watch this one. This is yeah, a fun holiday it. movie, I'd say. I kind of feel like the people that are shitting on it are just like wanting to be on yeah. the bandwagon. When I say holiday movie, too, I mean like just you'd watch it during the holidays with, with yeah, family. With family, visiting, not because whatever. it's holidays at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the color red is a Christmas color. Right. <laughs> so I would say slice it. This was a good one yeah, for me. I agree. I'm also going to slice it. And I, I think that they have announced there's going to be another one already. Uh, I might have made that up, possibly. but if I haven't made it up, then... Then you're welcome. That's news. <laughs> you heard it here first. It's either news or a lie. Yeah. You decide. Two news is in a lie. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we have a couple things that are Christmas-themed. Uh, first, I'll go into one that I watched by myself called 8-Bit Christmas. This was on HBO Max. Uh, it came out on November 24th. And it's a film set in the 80s, which follows a boy named Jake Doyle, and he tries to get a Nintendo system before everyone else in his, like, neighborhood. 
Uh, it's directed by Michael Dallas, screenplay by Kevin J. Kabowski, and it's based on a novel of the same name. By him. By him. Yeah. Okay. So he just did both. He wrote a book and he was like, I'm going to make this into a screenplay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so this is very much for children. Okay. Like young children. Yeah. Um, it reminded me a lot of a Christmas story for like a newer audience. Okay. A more modern take on something like that. Yeah. But like not quite that. That mashed with like, I don't know, like Jingle All the Way or something like that. Okay. Where it's like this ridiculous, like ridiculous. Like satire on... The difficulties of getting something right during the holidays. Okay. The thing is, I don't really understand who the audience is for this because I feel like it had a lot of nostalgia for the '80s, and like I actually really enjoyed all like the the stuff that you get from this movie, mm-hmm. based off like you know the retro '80s and and Nintendo and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, I feel like the younger audience, which this movie is clearly tailored to, wouldn't understand any of that. Or get the jokes. So it's really for the adults, I feel like, who are with the kids watching this movie. Okay. So it's like for adults who grew up in the 80s to try to get their kids to be interested in a movie that they can also be nostalgic about. Okay. I guess that's probably the best way of... I'm saying this having not seen it. So I'm just guessing here. (laughs) The premise is like, basically, Neil Patrick Harris is a father to this girl. And like the movie is her wanting a phone for Christmas, him saying no... And then they're visiting his parents for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And he's tell- so he starts telling her this story about how he got his NES because they start playing NES together. Mm-hmm. And it kind of... So it, I guess in a way it's a mashup of like the Princess Bride in that whole okay. narrative side. Got it. And then a Christmas story. Okay. And then like it's basically him telling the story of him as a child trying to get his NES and how he got it. And then oh, like okay. it just goes through this crazy scenario of like all these drastically insane things happening and there's all these like neighborhood kids that he like are friends with or or like bullies and like Mm -hmm. he just like it so he's like no i'm not gonna get you what you want for christmas but i'll tell you about how i got what i wanted (laughs) basically (laughs) okay (laughs) just kind of rub the dirt into that wound a little bit more let me just rub some dirt into your eyes yeah (laughs) But, like, there's a point to it. Like, okay, by the it. end of the movie, like, you think you know where this movie is going. Mm-hmm. You think you get what is happening. Mm-hmm. And then there is this whole aha moment as to, like, what's the point of him telling the story. Okay. And it, it's it's fun. It's charming. It I wouldn't say go rush out and watch it if you don't have children. But, but if you do appreciate the whole original Nintendo nostalgia, I would, nostalgia, I would say, like, it's it's worth watching. Okay. So, I would say test it for me. Like it, I had a fun time with it, but like I could see people like thinking it was trash if they, yeah, don't have children. You're like, this is really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we watched "Twas the Fight Before Christmas." Oh yeah. And this was on Apple TV Plus. Came out on the on November 26th. It's a documentary film about an Idaho neighborhood turned upside down by one man's obsession with putting on a huge Christmas light show event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a weird, crazy story. I don't know if people, like, heard about it in the news whenever it was a real thing. Like, because this is, like... I don't remember this at really all. I don't remember But they it. made it seem in the documentary like it was this big thing that was, like, blowing yeah. up in yeah. the news. It seems like... But to be fair, we've listened to, like, podcasts where they're like, this was a big thing that was on all the news. And we are like, what? <laughs> Never heard of it. So... <laughs> What's the news? <laughs> Which news? 
Um, so, I don't know. Maybe it just doesn't make its way all the way over here to California. Yeah. But Idaho's fairly close to us, so it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Basically, this guy gets, like, really obsessed with Christmas and, like, decides to go put on a crazy light show. And mm-hmm. then they want to buy a house in a bigger, like, a bigger house so they can put on a bigger light show. Mm-hmm. And then they purposely search out and find this house that they love but then it's in like an HOA there's like a homeowners association to the area which turns into a whole fucking drama because if anybody is listening that has an HOA you know what we're talking about yeah how they can dictate what you are and are not allowed yeah, the whole to time do. I'm just thinking to myself like well why did you go to a house that had an HOA that's like, what just I'm saying go to a house that didn't have one like it's not complicated it felt like you wanted to do this exactly. specifically it's, it felt like he wanted it was a challenge to, wanted to battle it I don't know if you I don't know if you caught he's a lawyer <laughs> He says, "I we should watch it again just to count how many times he yeah, says he's a like, lawyer. Yeah, it's like, how many times do they say the F word? How yeah. many times does he say he's a lawyer? Yeah. Uh, he, this guy seems very, very lawsuit happy. Mm-hmm. And there's an, I think they're still doing like, they're in the middle of appeals and stuff like that. Probably yeah, I think they're to, still to this in the, day. Yeah, because he's trying to like counter everything. Yeah. Out. Basically, the HOA was like, you can't do that for a bunch of reasons. Well, the start of the fucking documentary is him being like yeah so these are all the rules yeah so i'm going through just making sure that everything works out and like basically he's planning his counter argument as to why he can do something yeah he's just making exceptions for yeah whatever the the, the rule is or whatever he had another lawyer look over the paperwork as far as the hoa rules before they bought the house supposedly to confirm that his little light show thing was going to be mm. f- allowed, and it's insane. Like he had like a camel there. He had like a like a choir. Like it just yeah. Crazy and they lights made everywhere. this crazy crazy thing where like a whole, like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of people were going coming through the neighborhood, and it's like a quiet secluded neighborhood, which people probably move out there to be not yeah. in the middle of everything on purpose. Well, I'm I'm not even against the whole like idea of him doing this thing. It's just like no, not at all. It's the way that he went about it, and like. The one thing I do, I will say about this documentary that I really appreciate is I feel like this documentary goes about it being extremely neutral. Absolutely. It's just giving interviews with him versus mm-hmm. all of the neighbors who are in this whole predicament and this yeah. whole lawsuit of issues. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take a side. It just lets them talk and give their side. Yeah. And I feel like that's been lost in documentaries for a long time now where... They usually just have an agenda that they mm-hmm. want to give you a message and try and manipulate the footage to be like, see, this is the side you should believe in. Exactly. But this and one this was very was, neutral, and I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, each side got, it seemed to be able to say whatever they wanted and, and like tell it from their point yeah. of view. So that was really nice. I, the guy even says, like, in the beginning, he goes, yeah, my family says I shouldn't do this because they're gonna, you guys will just make me look crazy. And yeah. then he laughs or something. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, I mean, I, by the end, I'm like, it wasn't them that made you crazy. You just it's, it's did that you, to yourself. You, I think, are looking. It's like he had little man syndrome, and he just had to, which is weird because challenge he was tall. everybody who he felt was like not on the same page as what he wants to do. Yeah, it kind of got the vibe that he like barely passed law school and like had to prove it to everyone that he was a good lawyer <laughs> or something. Why? Like, I, there was some kind of, like, agenda he had to, like, prove well, to Well, I mean, it sounds like he, like, sues a lot of people. It's not like it's just, like, this was the only right. situation. If yeah. It, this it is just part of his like life. It almost feels like he became a lawyer 
to get the upper hand on how to manipulate lawsuits mm-hmm. and work against like other people who lawyer. don't have that kind of knowledge exactly yeah. or don't have the funds to sue or or you know be a defendant or whatever yeah. you brought up a good point while we were watching it you were like he must save a lot of money yeah on his like because he doesn't have to pay lawyer his, fees yeah he's not paying lawyer fees yeah he, just, he doesn't have to pay a retainer he's doing it for himself so mm-hmm. like he's not paying somebody to do all of this stuff for him he's yeah. saving a lot of money versus who he's suing right the whole thing that's crazy about it is that he made it about, he was like, well, this is religious discrimination, which I don't think. Like, there was a, I mean, there was a lot of grasping straws with yeah. this one, but like, yeah, it, it was fascinating. I don't think it was as insane as the trailer kind of made it seem. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, but it is a very interesting, fascinating thing. And it was really interesting too, because growing up, down the street from me, like what, like four or five houses? Yeah. Across yeah. the street. Yeah. We have a neighbor or had a neighbor yeah. who used to do this exact thing, but yeah. like not like as insane. It just yeah. he covered his he whole house. <laughs> he dressed up as Santa and yeah. like he like would let like a little the, the neighborhood kids on the inside. Yeah. You know, do their whole like what I want for Christmas and yeah. take pictures, you know, for the parents and stuff. And yeah. like I just to me like I before seeing this documentary, I'm like, what's so wrong with him wanting to do this yes. cool thing? I'm like, and you have in your head, like, these neighbors are just these, like, Evil crabby old scrooges. people. Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> but then as it goes, like, you start to understand, like, what the real situation is. And it's not just this. It's not that he's simple. He's being prosecuted for, for liking Christmas. And yeah. And, like, it is a very interesting what, what they do in this whole thing. But Yeah. Because I started out the same way. I was like, why the fuck can't he do it? Yeah. But then when you learn more about what he wanted to do and why and how, it was like, wait a minute. What? And that's kind of like says more about the documentary too is like yeah. you paint a picture from the trailer, but then like the documentary is just very like, well, here's just what's going on. Yeah. And it's not really leading you one way or the other. Yeah. If anything, you. you had an opinion going into it and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Right. They just proved me wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had a lot of fun with this. I'd say it's a slice it. It. Definitely interesting, but it did come off a little slow at times. Yeah. And I felt like it did, it was, I don't even know how long it was, but I felt like it was a lot longer than it needed to be at times. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I know I hate to do the same score as you again, but I'm also going to slice it. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many I know. options. You, I know. You're allowed to. I just to. feel awkward whenever I have, I have the same thing for everything. Yeah. You're like, like I'm just uh, copying you. Uh, burn it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that probably my favorite thing about it was it definitely seemed like an actually, or it seemed like a neutral documentary. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I don't know that for sure because I wasn't there, but it seemed very neutral and showed yeah. both sides. So that I very much appreciate that because I hate when I'm watching a documentary and I documentary and I can tell that they're pointing you in one direction, even if it's the direction mm-hmm. I believe. I don't want to be pointed there. That's not what a documentary is. That's yeah. something else. So, in my opinion. Well, I mean, it's just like, like even his wife was like, she'd always have these sob stories about how, like, oh, I just always wanted to have a, a neighborhood where you could just, you were so friendly with your neighbors yeah. and everybody was like so helpful and yeah. and knew each other's names and stuff. But it's yeah. like, bitch, like bring but you cookies. moved here with the intent of stirring shit yeah. when. Before they moved in, they threatened to sue them. Exactly. They're like, we'll sue every single one of you if like, you try to stop us doing it. It's hard to feel bad for her when it's like you kind of enabled your husband to do all of this. Yeah. 
I feel a little bit bad for her because it feels like they're in that kind of relationship where she doesn't have a say. But or, I, or or she'll get sued. Or she'll get sued. Yeah, Don't, you better not have an opinion, or I'm gonna sue you. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. But yes, there's only a certain amount of sympathy you get when you're still married to this guy who is the reason that you're suffering, theoretically. Yeah, but I also kind of got the glimpse of, at times, that she also was kind of on the like same mm-hmm. level as him as far as like pushing boundaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, obviously, they're obviously know. still together for a reason, so <laughs> yeah. So like when she's like feels like she like lost out on all these relationships, like I... Yeah, you did, but, like, I also don't feel like you really cared that much until you looked bad. Yeah. Is more how I feel about it. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, it's definitely worth uh, checking out if you're curious about this, like, checking out a documentary Mm -hmm. that's relevant to the season. All right. uh, And then last, we'll be pretty quick with this. Um, Because we were so busy, we haven't gotten caught up fully with our Mm Spider-Man movie rewatches, but... We did watch The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Started out in 2012. The sequel was in 2014. Both were directed by Mark Webb. Obviously his name. They had to legally, yeah, legally. hire him. Yeah. These star Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. And then in the first one we've got Reese Ifans as Dr. Kurt Connors. And Dennis Leary as Captain George Stacy. And in number two we've got Jamie Foxx as Max Dillon. And... Dane DeHaan as Harry Osborn. Yeah. You know, these ones get, like, shit on the most out of all of the different Spider-Man they movies. Do? I and I were... kind of feel like, I guess I'm in the minority. Like, I don't get what's so hate, like, what people hate about these movies. I, I kind of enjoyed them. I think they, they were a lot of fun. Like, I don't remember hating them when I first saw them, and I, I just watched them again, and I feel like I just enjoyed them as much as before. Yeah. I think... And this is probably a hot take. I think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is probably the most accurate of any we've seen so far, personally. Yeah. So here's the thing that I... That's my thing. is I, I was immediately like, no. It's it's not... It's too early to reboot them. Because Spider-Man 3 <laughs> already came out in 2007. Hmm. And so it was... What is that? Five years? I yeah. was like, that is not enough time to reboot an entire series. And I was like mad because I was like all about Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. But, so I feel like that's the shit that I hear, that mm-hmm. I used to hear. is like, people were like, oh, that's fucking stupid. So it's just not my Spider-Man? Yeah. It's like, oh, we already have one. Yeah. We don't need another one. I mean, when I say, like, I think he's the most accurate to Spider-Man, I mean, like, personality-wise. Yeah. Is yeah. what I mean. Like, he's got the quips, and, mm-hmm. like, he's very, like, I don't know. It just feels like he matches the personality of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. Obviously, his backstory is completely different. Oh, I don't really? know if it's based off comics or whatever, but, like, he obviously has... This whole parents were really, you know, associated with mm-hmm. Osborne and all this stuff and some crazy conspiracy stuff going on and yeah. that tied to him becoming Spider-Man, which really, if you think about it, it's literally an entire coincidence that he even became Spider-Man. Exactly. And that's the only thing that, if he didn't do one thing, then none of this would have happened. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And so, like, I get, like, dislike of, like, how drastically different the, the mm-hmm. backstory is, but, like, yeah. at the same time... You don't want to see the same thing again. Right. And that's what I was going to say. Is like, as soon as this these were coming out, it was like, no, nah, fuck that. We already have Spider-Man, you know? But looking back on it, and then afterwards, you're like, well, this one's kind of better. Like, mm-hmm. it, I agree. This one seemed more 
like accurate to like what you're expecting of mm. of a Spider-Man character. And so I think it I think that probably a large portion of the hate was just because it was like, well, it's too soon. Like if yeah. they had waited a little bit longer, this might have been more well received. I don't know, but like the second movie, people treat it like it's the worst possible thing that they've ever made and like I I again don't understand what is so bad about that movie. Like Max Dillon was like a pretty weak, I guess, character. Yeah. You know, but like, Honestly, I don't know. I thought the visual designs of these characters, like Electro looked fucking cool. Yeah. Lizard from the first one, like he looked weird, but like it was fine. I don't know. I felt like these ones did a really good job of setting up for what the inedible was, you know, with yeah. the whole Gwen Stacy thing. Like, yeah, we watched it again. I already knew what happened before I ever saw the movie. And it still hurts. And then I knew even after seeing what happens. Yeah. And like it still fucking hit me. Yeah. Like I think they really set up well these relationships and yeah. and his having a consequence mm-hmm. to his actions, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of part of what I don't like about the current one with MJ and that is like that Spider-Man has not learned any heartbreak. Like they use basically Iron Man as his Uncle Ben. But like it was such a big scale and we haven't really seen him deal with that Mm -hmm. drastically. Yeah. That's true. Whereas this one like he got yeah a a pretty serious like consequence lesson learned. Absolutely. Um, I feel like the only thing that after rewatching these the only thing that really bothered me was how uh, Green Goblin looks. Like his face, this whole face situation. Oh, yeah, 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 like it's yeah, yeah. too. I, it reminds me of like a Jim Jim Henson movie. And I will <laughs> say, I think that's probably the one part that sucked. I think that they could have changed with the second movie is maybe it was too soon to bring that character in. Yeah, like they could have introduced Harry, like they yeah. did. Yeah, but like I think maybe they didn't need to bring him in. Yeah, already. Yeah, like let this be an Electra movie. Right, and then. You could have that have been the next movie. Yes. If you wanted to redo yeah. the Green Goblin. Agreed. I think the thing was they wanted to have Gwen Stacy die. I think right. is what it was. Yeah. They just needed and to figure needed... out a different way. Yeah. Because that was a weird thing that they did. What do you mean? Well, I just... Well, like as far as including both villains. Oh, okay. Like if they had done... I thought you meant like how they killed her. I was like, no, well, that's, that's how no, they killed her. No, that was fucked that's, up. That's yeah. right. That's how yeah. it happened. Yeah. Uh, I just meant to have... Green Goblin, mm-hmm. again, but is it you know? Yeah, yeah. It would have been, and here we are getting him again. In, yeah, in No Way Home. It, yeah, it seems. Yeah. So, just one of those characters they just want to keep diving back into the well for, I guess. Yeah. When there's so many other characters. Yeah. But yeah, I mean they they had their like things. Like I will say, like the one that annoyed me was like Gwen Stacy. I felt like went from this strong independent person in the mm-hmm. first half of the first movie mm-hmm. to like. Out of the blue, just being this, like, boy crush on Peter Parker. Like, yeah. out of nowhere. Like, yeah. what what changed that made that whole... Yeah. Like, that didn't really work for that's me. That's true. But otherwise, it... She's also a teenage girl, so... Okay. That That's pretty yeah, common. that's true. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it was fun to rewatch these, though. Yeah, so uh, they're slice it for me. I think they're yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. And I think we can expect to see Andrew Garfield and... No Way Home, so... Yeah. I think they are crucial watches for anybody who plans to see that one, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I am also going to slice them. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you because you can't think for yourself. I'm like the kid who didn't do my homework. I'm like, yeah, that one. Yeah. That's my answer too. What did you get for? <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for everything we watched. That's it for TV and movies. Yeah. Um, we do have a little bit of gaming that we will get into. So if you are a gamer, please stick around. If you are not, like, what the hell do you possibly do in between watching movies <laughs> and TV? Uh, hopefully you go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave us a review. Hopefully a five-star rating. But, you know, we'll take whatever you give us. Mm -hmm. um, you can also follow us on our social media, on Twitter at DTFpod, on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Or you can um, send us an email directly to DTFpod at gmail.com. Or you can peruse our website if you want to see a listing of all of our episodes, DTFcast.com. So let's get into our gaming news, shall we? Yeah. We have a lot of releases, actually. Xbox, just wanted to throw this one out there. Oddworld Soulstorm is on Xbox officially as of the 29th of November. So mm. this was the game that was on PlayStation. We reviewed it. It's a remake of the older game. Yes. So it is a multi-platform game now. It's not a exclusive on PlayStation anymore. I think I finally figured out why those games freak me out. Um the characters look like the little worm in the little mermaid there's like a worm. oh I, I know what you're talking about <laughs> ursula turns the like yeah the people into into a little worm into a little like weird sea urchin yeah. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i finally figured it out just now <laughs> i was like why because they've always bothered me when i see them i'm like i don't like these characters okay yeah <laughs> i get it okay some aliens that are a little bit more appealing to you probably are xenomorphs. Obviously. So, lucky for you, Game Pass is getting Alien Fire Team Elite. Oh. So that came out today. Nice. So why are we still here? Yeah. I... <laughs> Something tells me I'm not going to be able to play this game, but... <laughs> it. I think you'll be fine. Okay. It's basically like a co-op, it seems like. I don't know how many. I think it's like up to three players. And you just basically have like a mission you go do and have to survive. Gotcha. So we'll see. We'll, we'll check it out. Yeah. It's one of those games where I was like, oh, I'll say this hits a game pass. And it did. And it did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also for Xbox, a game called The Gunk mm -hmm. comes out on the 16th. Some weird little, I don't know. Sounds gross. Yeah. I don't know. It was like a kiddish looking game. I yeah. don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Some kind of action adventure, it okay. seemed. Platformer, maybe even. Gotcha. Puzzle, for sure, right? It's a little bit of everything, it sounds like. Yeah. All right, games with gold. The Escapist 2, Tropico 5, Orcs Must Die, and Stanley Twisted Shadow Planet are all the games with gold for December. Hmm, okay. Uh, so just got to check which dates specifically they come in and out, but... They will be there at some point. Nice. I feel like half of these at least have already been on Games with Gold, but I'm not sure. Yeah. The Escapist 2, I feel like, has definitely been there. Probably. Anyways, moving on to PlayStation. Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker DLC, or expansion, whatever they consider it these days, came out on December 7th. It's also available for PC and Mac. So anybody who's playing that online service game, there's more to check out. Okay. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach came, comes out on December 16th. 
It was just like a game release? Like a regular release? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was out forever ago. They showed trailers for it a long time ago, but oh, okay. it just finally came out. This is PS4 or PS5. Got it. Uh, I don't know if it has later dates to be on Xbox, but so far I think it's just PlayStation. I give no shits about it. I just remember the name. Yeah, it seemed like a game where I was like, I don't know if I Five care. I'd probably check it out, but I don't know if I'd ever buy it. Five Nights at Freddy's is like a kid's show that's like sketchy as fuck and I feel like shouldn't be for kids. Isn't it? like No, it's not. It's like a horror thing, isn't it? No. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, we're it's good. definitely not for kids. I don't know. Well, kids watch from. it. Let's go with that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Uh, PlayStation Plus, however, uh, has Mortal Shell and Lego DC Super Villains for PS4, Godfall the Challenger Edition for PS4 and PS5, which this is an interesting situation. So this is a game that launched on PS5. They later on were like, you know what? We're not selling very well. Hey, it's coming to PS4 now. Yeah. Uh, so what they're doing for PlayStation Plus for Godfall is... The version you get doesn't have the campaign. It just has the post-campaign stuff. Okay. And so it says it focuses on three unique modes, Lightbringer, Dreamstones, and the Ascended Tower of Trials. They're all endgame content, uh, and the version offered on PlayStation Plus is basically just post-content. Okay. So you're not going to play the actual campaign or whatever it is that you level up your character. You're going to start with that leveled character. Okay. And then just play whatever's there. Gotcha. So basically it's a demo, a trial essentially to get you to want to buy the full game, I would assume. Right, right. Uh, So these games, all three of these games will be available from December 7th through January 3rd. Okay. So it's a decent amount of time. I think I've already downloaded all three of them without... Knowing if I'm ever going to play them. It's yeah. just a thing I do. Yeah. I just download whatever's on these things. Yeah. Over on Switch, uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl uh, apparently came out November 19th. And I think these are remakes of previous games. Okay. If I'm correct. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors comes out on the Switch on, the, on December 7th. So that already happened. Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX comes out on the Switch and PC apparently. So... And iOS, oh, okay. but mainly the Switch. I don't know who would be playing on on PC, but yeah, uh, that that came out on the ninth, and that's a game I'm really interested in because I remember liking that stuff on PlayStation. Okay, and so let's see if there's actually a remake now. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, uh, Paper Mario comes out to the Switch Online 64 service on I guess it did on the tenth. So anybody who has the expanded service for Switch can play Paper Mario. You can try it out then? Well, I don't have the 64 expansion. Oh, that's not the one. Okay. Yeah. Besides, I have that game, I think, on 64. Got it. Okay. So I could just dust off the old console if I want to play it. Yeah. Okay. As far as multi-platform, Battlefield 2042 came out on November 19th, and I'm hearing relatively bad things about that game. (laughs) It seems like a lot of people have problems with the... uh, glitches and just stuff i don't know it seems like it's not retaining as much player base as it should okay but i have not played it myself got it uh gta 5 franklin's story dlc comes out tomorrow it was just uh, focusing on franklin years after his story in the campaign where it will feature dr dre with music that he made for the game how are they 
they still making stuff for this game? Well, what's funny is this game was supposed to have campaign DLC, and then it was just kind of ignored mm-hmm. once they realized online was so successful. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's what this is supposed to be yeah, now. Yeah, they just like took their sweet time. Five plus fucking years later. Yeah. That's Probably insane. longer than that. How long has this game been out? I don't even... It's been... No, it's been five years, actually, because... Fuck, it's been longer than five years. Boy, it was like seven or eight. Five... One of the first games. Oh, you're right. It's when long. Because it, no, it's on 360 and PS3. Because I've been licensed for six years, and it was before I went to San Francisco. <laughs> okay. So. Perfect dating. All right. So, seven years. Yeah. This game has been out. Yeah. Okay. Plus. Yeah. Maybe even eight. Yeah. Okay. That's nuts. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I guess you guys can I mean, it better DLC. be included. I'm not paying for that. Yeah, I just for fuck fuck sure. Yeah. All right, getting into some of our quicker news. Uh, Valve's Steam Deck has been delayed two months, so I guess anybody who's pre-ordered will see it in February of 2022. Okay. Respawn has decided to stop selling copies of Titanfall. It's being removed from any subscription-based services as of March 1st, 2022. So I guess if it's there already, you'll have it till March. Uh, But players who bought the game still have access to the server. Okay, so this is just like going and locking Basically, the doors while you have people still shopping so no new exactly, people can come in. <laughs> exactly what this is. And I'm not sure why they're doing this. They but probably want to phase out the servers would be my guess. I wonder if it has to do with because this is an exclusive to Xbox and it's not on PlayStation. Mm, maybe. The the sequel was multi-platform but the initial one was like a, a launch title for, yeah. for Xbox One. Yeah. So I wonder if it has something to do with that that I'm trying to not kind of like you said with servers maybe they don't want to like have dedicated servers to one console yeah some exciting news for anybody who plays the spider-man remastered on ps5 uh there's gonna be no way home suits that you can play that are inspired from the movie and those came out on the 10th so i think there's two of them so they're not spoilery then (laughs) no they're they're what we've seen the trailer oh okay okay yeah okay so like iron spider probably and it's just his normal his suit normal and suit? then the black and gold one that oh, we've okay. seen. Oh, okay. Gotcha, Those gotcha. are the suits. It's nothing special. Mm, okay. And that's at no extra charge. I think that's just an update to the game. That's nice. But PS4 players don't get it, so. Oh, right. I remember being mad about this already. Oh, did we already talk about it then? No, I think that you just told me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but there is some good news as well for everybody who has a PS5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sony has announced PS5 plates for uh, their console, and they are five different colors. As as of January 2022, you can buy them for $55. They've got a red, blue, purple, pink, and black. Okay. So they were like, you know what? Maybe instead of spending the money to sue people for making these we'll just make money colored out. plates for the PS5, maybe we should just start making them ourselves. Yeah, it seems like I a no-brainer. <laughs> if it's pretty clear there's a market for yeah. it, then just do it yourself. If you're going to be dumb and not let people do it. Here's the thing. I'm torn because I I would want to do one for my PS5. I'd want to get a color. Yeah. But I'm too cheap to pay $55 yeah. for a sheet of plastic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two sheets of plastic. Yeah. Like, should I just take those off and just paint them? Like, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not happening for me. Yeah. Uh, there are rumors... That Sony is working on a Game Pass competitor service called, or codenamed Spartacus. This is via Bloomberg. Sources familiar with Sony's plan share detail of a new service codename 
of Spartacus where PlayStation owners can play for a monthly fee to have access to a library of modern and classic video games among PlayStation consoles. Okay. Uh, that would be smart I mean, of them. It, this feels like a no-brainer that yeah. they would be doing this, right? Because yeah. Xbox Game Pass is killing it. Okay, yeah. they are fucking killing it. Yeah, exactly. And it's only so long before gamers are like, okay, so why should we pay $70 for every game you make, mm-hmm. PlayStation, when yeah. Microsoft is giving them to us in a service? Yeah. Whether it's financially logical or not that they should do that, like, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. So, you got to compete somehow. Exactly. And PlayStation Now is not doing the job. Yeah. Do they even have anything on it anymore these days? I mean, I don't know. I don't. We don't yeah. have the service. There's a lot of issues with it. So, yeah. but like even PlayStation Plus, like I'm starting to be like, do I even need to get PlayStation Plus? Because like I'm not necessarily playing the games specifically that you get for free. Yeah. And I don't really play online with PlayStation much, so it just seems like should I even bother paying for that now? Yeah, the only thing that's gonna. But suck if they had a service like this, like, I'd probably be more inclined to do that. Right. And it looks like they're trying to do different tiers where they, it would have certain things depending on the tier. You like do. Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like, it seems like there's more than that. Oh, yeah. okay. Hopefully, one of them works in you being able to continue using your PlayStation Plus previously acquired purchases. Because mm-hmm. that's really the only incentive to keep PlayStation Plus at this point is like to make sure you can still play games that you got on Plus. Yeah, well, I mean, you mean the free games, the free month. games, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. not the ones that you bought. Yeah, but then there's still sometimes there's glitches with those too. So there's been issues where it, if yeah. you purchased it but you had Plus at the time, sometimes the console or whatever the service like recognizes that you got it on Plus, but mm-hmm. you didn't. Yeah. But I think that's always something you can fix by resetting the license agreement stuff or something I don't yeah know, whatever. Yeah. yeah it's fixable but um yeah but speaking of xbox game pass mm-hmm. apparently if you have game pass ultimate subscribers on that service will have access to monthly bonuses for halo infinite which came out on the 8th oh cool so that's pretty exciting for yeah. people that play halo mm-hmm. which now that i think about it i don't know if we have that in the new releases which i'm surprised that if i forgot that one so yes halo infinite campaign came out on december 8th for xbox yeah so yeah i think they give you like some xp boosts and some skins for some of the guns to have like different color coatings and stuff like that mm-hmm. the multiplayer is free to play so the season pass and all that stuff that you get all these kind of things are pretty much all like microtransaction stuff that like isn't necessary but it's cosmetic stuff right and then also they are doing a update for Halo Infinite where you will have Slayer, Fiesta, Free For All, SWAT all added to the playlist for multiplayer on the 14th. So I guess today. Cool. So uh, they will have more than just the few that they've had. I think they had Oddball, Capture the Flag, and Slayer. So now they've they've expanded. Well, I'm happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all, all my friends basically just dropped Warzone and went to Halo, so... Wow, that's not what we were expecting, was it? We have not played the new map on Warzone. Wow. My friends talk like it, they're not even interested in playing the new map. Oh. So I have not played it. Wow. Uh, I've been having withdrawals. <laughs> no, I have heard there's a lot of bad things going on with the map, and it's at its worst it's ever been as far as the quality of the game I right see. now. 
I'll probably check, try and check it out sometime. But yeah, it doesn't sound like it's going to be uh, the standard of what we play these days. Mm. It seems Halo's taking that over now. Well, I mean, it's kind of appropriate because isn't that like how a lot of you guys spent your mm-hmm. like young adulthood? Yeah, I'm having fun with the campaign. Uh, but the one downside is you can't replay missions right now. But they said they are going to fix that in an update later on so you can go replay stuff. That's good. But as of right now, you pretty much if you miss something, you, you're fucked. You have to replay the whole game after, or just wait till you. Collectible stuff. If yeah, you yeah, like missed like... it in like the first mission, then you have to play the whole game and then start again and then get it then. But yeah. Anyways, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. But replay missions is like a big thing for Halo. So yeah. All right. The big topic for gaming this week is the video game awards, which came out I think on the ninth. They aired. And they had a lot of announcements. Not a whole lot of big ones. They had a few big ones, but overall it was just kind of a lot of generic. I feel like there was a lot of generics that felt like it was all very similar games. Mm-hmm. But then they had like their standout stuff. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's where we got the Sonic 2 movie trailer, surprisingly. Yeah. And there's also a Halo series trailer for the oh, series yeah, on I Paramount Plus. I was a little disappointed in that, though. It felt like it didn't look great. So. I'm a little hesitant on that series, but yeah. we'll see. So I just thought we could talk about some of the things that we were interested in when we uh, we saw. Maybe we'll talk about some of the winners. Uh, but just overall, how did you feel about the Game Awards? What what caught your eye? What were you more interested in out of all the stuff that we saw? Um, I think the most interest I had was in Star, potentially the Star Wars game and the... Star Wars Eclipse. Yes. Yeah, so that's being deemed a action-adventure, multi-character, branching narrative game set in a high Republic era of the iconic Star Wars galaxy. So the interesting thing about that game was Quantic Dream is making that, mm-hmm. which they've pretty much been exclusive to PlayStation unofficially. Mm-hmm. And they did make the announcement, I think, a year ago or so that they were going to be multi-platform going forward. Mm-hmm. And now we see this game, so it makes a lot of sense now. They were like, you know what? You know what's better than making a bunch of money? (laughs) Making a bunch more money. Yeah. (laughs) So um, now it makes sense why they, you know, made the decision they did to not be tied to one console. Yeah. So they've made games like Heavy Rain, Detroit Become Human. Oh, right. Beyond Two Souls, I think they did that one as well. We didn't really see a whole lot, right? It was really just like, it was a trailer that showed the environment. It showed, you know, yeah. species that we're familiar with from Star yeah. Wars, you know, ships. Yeah. I was just really was intrigued a by the potential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like it's like pre-Clone Wars, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. High Republic era, I, I, I guess. Is that what that is? I'm not quite familiar with all the tell you. history not, of Star I'm Wars. That, I'm not that but, much of an expert. It definitely feels like it's dating before what we've seen in movies and all that. Yeah. I'm feeling like it's... it's, I wonder if it's going to be more like a Mass Effect type game. I would be okay with that. Would you? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, I like the idea of there being like multiple different stories going on. And because it's kind of like... That's one of the things that's always, always so cool about the Star Wars properties is there's like... A lot of different things going on in the universe at the same time. Yeah. And I think that would be really cool to see in a Star Wars game. The other thing that I am, I like, I'm annoyed by the tra- what we saw because it wasn't enough. 
but Wonder Woman. I'm intrigued by what that could be. Yeah, that was really just teaser, right? It was that just was like, just like, hey, we're making Wonder Woman. Yeah. Here's some shots of her outfit. Yeah. And it was like some like voice overlay thing about like shit happening at the mascara or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like there was no actual anything related to what the game could be or whatever. So it's just the idea of a Wonder Woman game is cool. I wasn't yeah. expecting it. So I think that's a cool op- option as well. Well, I think I know why it was so teased and not a whole lot to, you know, there wasn't a lot of meat to that announcement. Okay. Uh, apparently it was replacing the Harry Potter game. Wizards Unite, what was it called? Is that, or, or that No, that's that. That's the trash one. That's that trash little app yeah. game. Yeah. What, what, uh, what's something the one? Wizarding World, I think. I don't, uh, let's see. Whatever the game that they, like, announced, I think, last year. Yeah. Um, and when MIA sense, it it was supposed to show up at the VGA, but for Is that what? Is Hogwarts Mystery? No. It doesn't matter, but yeah. Okay. Can, yeah. Anyways, they pulled that one out of concerns that people weren't quite over the controversial stuff happening with... Oh, that's why? With okay. J.K. Rowling or whatever. Got it. Uh, in the franchise, and so they replaced it with Wonder Woman. Hogwarts Legacy. That was the Hogwarts Legacy. That's yeah. it. From what I understand, that's what it's about. Oh, okay. But well, that makes sense as to why they wouldn't really have anything to show then. Because <laughs> if they weren't expecting the Wonder Woman game mm-hmm. to show anything, then they wouldn't have much. They'd have to really whip it together. Yeah, that's true. This is developed by Monolith. So we do know that we can expect it to probably be very similar to Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, mm-hmm. which were fantastic games. Yes. So I do recommend to anybody who's looking for a fun open world are they the games that started the, like, Nemesis system? Yeah, and they okay. actually are, I was reading, they were going to use the Nemesis system in Wonder Woman. Okay, that makes Not sense. Not just for enemies, but also allies. Oh, okay. Which I guess means you can make them enemies. Or you can change or their, you... like, uh, allegiance level to you, maybe? Like, their likelihood mm-hmm. of following you? I mean, I assume whatever they're going to do is it's going to be taking what they've done in Shadow of War mm-hmm. and then expanding on it. Yeah. That's a that's definitely cool. Which is a game I need to go back to. There's DLC I haven't played yet for Shadow of War. Yeah, I think I had an epiphany on my way home today. I was thinking about it. I realized the reason that I can't play games very much anymore is like I kind of have to binge it because once I leave the game, I never go back. Mm. So you, you just you're not committed to video games. You, yeah, I guess. You're a hit it and quit it type of gamer. I guess so. I want to constantly play video, like get on and just play. But like there's so many other things going on that like my brain doesn't have room to remember how to play the game, I guess. Gotcha. And so gotcha. once I've stopped playing it, I like don't go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we but we got Gardens of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And we binge the shit out of it. Play the shit out of that. Yeah. We got Black Friday weekend. Beat it the- basically in two days, right? Yeah. Um. We're probably not going to have time to get to that one this week, but we will talk about that one in the next episode, I think. Uh, We both have beat it. We'll talk all about how we feel about it. Yes. Whether it's worth playing. Mm Mm-hmm. Spoilers, it probably is. Yeah. (laughs) If if I finish the game, that's a good key right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so back to you. What are your, what are the most things that excited you the most about the Game Awards? Uh, Suicide Squad. Did you, I mean, I was just in awe. Yeah. This game... I'm sold. Like, I am sold on this game. Yeah. The, the humor that they're using in it, it's got me. The 
the gameplay looks great. Mm-hmm. The idea that you're going up against like the Justice League. Yeah. I'm, you know, they want to spin it like, oh, you're going to kill the Justice League. You're not going to kill gonna them. I, we we yeah. all know by the end of this fucking story that it's going to be like, you find a way to stop them from being controlled by Brainiac. And yeah. Then that's that. Like, we yeah. all know they're not going to get fucking killed. Yeah. And if duh. they are, then even better. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not expecting that. But it just, it looks like a lot of fun. I just, I'm just really excited for this game. Yeah. I don't know if it had a release date, but I I feel like it doesn't because WB keeps being vague with these kind of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that game really got my interest. Uh, I also was interested in this game, which is new as far as I'm aware, called Ark Raiders. Mm-hmm. It, I don't remember what music they use, but they use some catchy music. Pretty much it felt like it was like a co-op type flight shooter like i don't know how to explain it like you just go up against like these big robots and just kind of take them out it kind of felt like it was like terminator judgment day mm-hmm. but like not terminator yeah it just felt like it would be a really good terminator game if you had the property <laughs> yeah it just i don't know everything about it looked a lot of fun it was like a third person it had like space ship flying it looked like at some point mm-hmm. and i don't know just it, it caught my interest so i'm really interested in seeing what happens with that Apparently, one. it's gonna be free to play is it now yeah so it's gonna be all about customizing your, your looks sure. and stuff i'm yeah, sure which makes sense okay what console is it coming to i assume xbox and playstation uh yeah and okay. windows does it have a date um uh, i don't see uh it says just says 2022 okay yeah keeping it vague yeah Playing it safe. Yeah. Yeah, so those are those were the kind of games that I was interested in. Obviously, I was interested in Wonder Woman and Star Wars, but you, mm-hmm. you brought those up, so I yeah. didn't want to say the same things. But, like, they were all games that had my interest. Golem, I was kind of surprised, wasn't on your list, because I thought that was a game you were looking forward to. Okay, so here's the problem. is like, he's, like, really creepy looking. The animation looks kind of shitty. Maybe because it's very childlike. I don't know. Something about the animation just kind of like takes me out of it. Otherwise, I was interested in the yeah. idea of a golem-focused yeah. game. Yeah, the idea of the game is still interesting to me, and I'm I'm sure I'll be more interested as it gets closer to being released. But the animation or like the graphic dis whatever they did to render him gave me a, ugh, I don't know. I'm not even sure if it's like is it strictly story driven? Like is it like a telltale type thing? But I don't know. You know, um, I don't remember. And we got a couple other games that were Telltale, I think. Or at oh, least yeah. one. The we got Expanse. The Expanse, which is going to be a Telltale game. Yeah. That so, was a cool idea. Uh, from what I understand, it's a, a prequel oh. to the show. Okay. So you do not have to know anything going on with this stuff Oh, that's yet, cool. Which was kind of a nice thing to see. Because we, you know, we've always been wanting to watch The Expanse. I think we watched the first episode of the first season and that's that we haven't watched anything else yeah and i've heard nothing but great things about it so it's like one of those properties i want to get into i just need to just buckle up and just fucking do it yeah but yeah something about the way that they built him creeped me out so i'm i was interested in the game it's just like if it, it didn't make the top of my list yeah <laughs> it's like a game pass game for me i feel like yeah yeah <laughs> hopefully it's yeah. one of those things I'm hoping. Yeah. Uh, some other 
announcements they had, Alan Wake 2 was announced. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be more survival horror than the first game. Okay. And we kind of were expecting that to be a thing to begin with, right? Because uh, Remedy had Control come out and that had mm-hmm. this whole DLC for Alan Wake oh, tie-in, right, right. right? So I think it was just a matter of time before we saw a sequel come out. True. Um, there was more on that game for Spoken. It got a release date of May 24th, 2022. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like it was like a. Uh, it felt like, it felt like it's like an infamous game, but like a female protagonist and like an, another planet. I don't know. Yeah, I still don't really feel like I have an I I know what's going on with that game, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I, it, it seems very uh, vague so far about what the game really is. It just it looks gorgeous though. This was Project it, Athia, a, right? I believe so. Okay. It's the PS5 game, if I'm correct. It's an, okay. I think it's PS5 exclusive. Okay. Yeah, it looks really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever you end up doing in it is <laughs> remains yeah. to be seen. Yeah. And then there's good news for people who uh, played Cuphead and were waiting for the DLC. It finally has a release date after I don't know how many years. Uh, coming out June 30th of 2022, so about six months. Yeah. And then Texas Chainsaw Massacre is getting a game, which is a online game as service type setup, much like Dead by Daylight, those kind of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by the developer who did Friday the 13th, which is a very similar game, uh, Gun Interactive. So That's the name of the developer? Yeah. Gun Interactive? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Friday the 13th <laughs> actually was a very popular game, but because of the whole rights issue with who owns the property, mm-hmm. um, they had to shut the game down. Yeah, oh, bummer. So they weren't able to continue the game. So it's not really a shock that they would be doing a <laughs> another yeah. franchise similar, yeah. right? Yeah. And then last, they had some more stuff for Horizon Forbidden West, which is the PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yeah. Or I guess not 5. PlayStation exclusive. Yes. It will also be on PS4. They just showed more gameplay. It was, you know, really more of the same, but like they did introduce us to some new uh, robot enemy creatures. Mm-hmm. There was a giant like cobra looking thing. Yes. Uh, very interesting looking creatures. Mm-hmm. The game just looks gorgeous. It's yeah. going to be fun. I, I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I started to play the first one. <laughs> Well, lucky for you, you can. Yeah. <laughs> pick your pick. You want to play it on PS4 or PS5? Yeah. You can choose. Okay. I actually went back and started playing the uh, the DLC on PS5 because mm-hmm. I got stuck in this situation where I couldn't play it because I was on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. And I was, I just couldn't beat it. Yeah. So I actually went back and I played it and I beat it. Nice. On basically just did new game plus and then sped through to the point where I was able to get to the DLC and then Mm -hmm. just went to the DLC. Nice. Obviously on a low difficulty where I could manage it. Yeah. Wasn't like insane or whatever the hell it was called. Crushing. I don't know what the hell they call it these days, but yeah. Yeah. So I I jumped back into that for a little bit. Yeah. Although it's one of those games where it's like, what the fuck do I do again? What are the controls? I had no idea how to play the game. Yeah. That's how I feel after every game. Just so you know, so you can relate to why I have to binge yeah. a game. That's how I feel. As soon Could as you I... imagine that that kind of like thing happened to just like watching TV? Mm-hmm. How do I turn the TV on again? Yeah. How do I change the channel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. 
Like, if honestly, it hasn't been that long since we finished Guardians, but if I tried to go play it right now, I probably would take a minute to, like, have to readjust again, because my brain just okay. doesn't work anymore. I don't know. It's fried, I guess. Well, to be fair, that game, I think I went through the whole game before I realized you could do certain controls <laughs> to, like, do specials That's with true. other characters You were like, you stuff. can do that? And I was like, what? How did you not do that? <laughs> I would not have been able to beat the game. a lot of those game. battles a lot easier yeah, if I had those Yeah, I would moves. not have been able to beat the game if I didn't know about those special powers. <laughs> like, I knew you had the ones with your, uh, like with your teammates, but yeah. like, I didn't know how to do your specific ones. Yeah. So, that yeah. was interesting. Oh, yeah. Made it a lot easier after there's sometimes, that sometimes there's an advantage to not blowing by the uh, initial... I didn't do that. Oh, okay. Don't, don't okay. make accusations. Well, because I know that it's. I am me. a lawyer. <laughs> You're gonna sue me, and I will sue you. Okay. For slander. Okay. Sounds good. Inflammation. Inflammation. Yeah. Okay. You're inflammating me. You're gonna sue me for inflammation. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, and then last, I, I I'll throw this out there. Uh, Matrix Awakens was a Unreal Engine five demo. That they announced on VGA. It's free for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it dropped that night. Shadow dropped. I played it on my Xbox Series X. It's also on PS5. I am not sure about regular Xbox Ones and PS4s. How that all works. Mm-hmm. If it's available. Because technically Unreal Engine 5 I would assume would be based on next gen tech. But I did notice on your Xbox One X... That it shows up in there, but that, again, that's a one X. So maybe mm-hmm. because of that, it's capable of it. But maybe a Xbox One wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. I guess it, you know whoever is interested needs to just go check their console if it's there. It was like a 10 minute demo. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. Pretty much all you did was do a, a gun shootout and like a car chase scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you explore the city. It's just to show off the graphics. Did the... they make you choose the red or the blue pill? No, I don't think they did. Oh, okay. there, there's a couple of videos. It's not like tying stuff to the movie, okay. obviously. There's this one really cool thing where they show Keanu Reeves in real life. And mm-hmm. then they show this CGI thing of him. And like, uh-huh. it's like, oh my god. Yeah. It just really reflects how good graphics are yeah. going to be at some point. You know, it's it's a fun little experience. Okay. It's free. It's go check it out again. The whole point was for it to to market the movie, and then for Unreal Engine to market to devs to use their engine to make their games, right? And yeah, the one thing I thought when I saw all this was like, this is what GTA needs to put their game in because mm-hmm. it looked so much better than GTA. Yeah, five. It just it's gorgeous. Yeah. And, and then GTA on 5. top of that, I'm like, also put Spider-Man into this fucking yeah, just put all of engine. It, everything into this. <laughs> yes, like, <laughs> I want this. Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's really, and there's a cool control setup where you can adjust to see, like, the different settings that they use. Like, you can see the pixels, you can see the, basically you can see the Matrix side of got it, got the it. game. Yeah. You don't see just the cosmetic. Like, you can change it to see all the different layers of what they do like to the make the environment yeah. yeah and like it was really cool nice you can free fly around it it's fun it's okay. worth even if you're not a matrix person just yeah. like just see what potential video games have coming up in the next gen yeah it's it's interesting nice 
All right, that I think is it for our gaming. Um, well, like I said, we'll talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. I think next week. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to hop on it again and remind myself what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed you had some achievements that you are like very on close the verge to. of getting. So I noticed that I'm too. sure you'll probably want to go get those. That day I was like, should I just start a new game plus and go do that? And then I was like, no, I have things I have to do because I've been playing this game for four days straight. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> gotta peel yourself off of the couch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta like separate my skin from the couch again. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about that next episode. And uh, until then, thanks everyone for listening. Please go leave us a review or rating on your podcast service or ideally Apple Apple Podcasts or iTunes because for some reason that's where it matters. We would appreciate any ratings, especially positive ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like even to on s- our Facebook. Yeah, you can even leave us a review I on our Facebook. I learned that that's, today. That's you good can point. review Facebook groups, apparently. Yes. Um, so our Facebook page is called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. You can search for us. Yeah. And you can I also... Think, I think they only allow five stars, so you'll have to do that. Yeah, um, at least five stars. Um, <laughs> um, and you can also find links there or go directly to our Twitter at DTFpod. You can check out our website, DTFcast.com, which is a listing of all of our episodes. Um, and you can send us an email directly if you have special requests or content suggestions to DTFpod at gmail.com. That's it for episode 114 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye-bye.